Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. I want to remind you that today is the last day for our online auction. Go to lawmatters1030.org. This auction ends tonight at midnight, so don't miss out. There are some really cool items there that you won't find anyplace else. So check it out. On the phone, we have Mark Barnes, owner of Copper Canyon Tax Services, and he's going to give us a few more tips about the taxes that are due this week, right? Mark? No, no, not at all. Come on. <laughs> you take all the fun out of this. Oh, I know. So both of our deadlines are now officially extended. Federal and Arizona are pushed out to May 17th. I spent um, Easter Sunday doing taxes, and you're telling me I didn't need to? It's good for you. Okay. Um, the only item that is due on Thursday is your first quarterly estimated payment, if you're making estimated payments. But the news said that Congress was going to present a bill to change the deadline for that, because there's nothing like waiting until the last possible minute. <laughs> okay. Um, what I actually I got three things I want to cover today. Um, the first one is going to be our charitable contributions for 2021. So last year, the CARES Act allowed for a $300 charitable deduction on your tax return, even if you didn't itemize. The problem with the 2020 deduction was it was subject to the marriage penalty. You could deduct 300 if you were single, and you could deduct 300 if you were married. So the Taxpayer Certainty and Disaster Tax Relief Act of 2020, that's a mouthful, they've extended that through 2021, and they fixed the marriage penalty. So now you're able to deduct up to $300 if you're single and up to $600 if you're married and filing a joint tax return. Uh, the interesting piece in the legislation is that the law includes a 50% penalty for taxpayers who take a deduction without actually making the contribution. Oops. Some other items that have changed for charitable contributions Normally, you can only contribute up to 60% of your adjusted gross income. And the CARES Act removed that threshold last year and increased that up to 100%. So you could offset 100% of your income with charitable contributions if you were in a position to do that. So the Taxpayer Certainty and Disaster Relief Act has extended that out through 2021 uh, there's a lot of great planning opportunities here for people that are in the right situation. So this isn't, you know, just get out of bed one day and decide to do this. There should be some planning that's involved in this process. And whether you're looking to contribute the 300 or 600, or if you're looking to make a larger contribution, you can always head over to lawmatters1030.org and click the donate button in the upper left corner. Make your charitable contribution today. That works for me. Now, on the business side of things, the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 extended our payroll tax credits. Now, I still run into some people that aren't aware of this, but your employer was required to give you 10 days of sick pay for COVID-related absences, and that has been extended again starting on April 1st of 2021 and ends on September 30th. In exchange for the government requiring your employer to give you these days off, the government gives your employer a tax credit for the same amount. So it costs the employer nothing to provide this sick pay. It covers the person, the employee, that's out for COVID reasons, and it also covers a paid family sick leave if you need to stay home to take care of a child who is at home for COVID reasons. And it also has extended the tax credit that's available to self-employed individuals who miss work for COVID-related reasons. And this tax act also significantly modified the employee retention credit. Last year, this was it was a big deal for people that were in the right circumstance. And with the major changes that just happened a couple of weeks ago, this is now a big deal for everybody that's an employer that was affected by COVID. So if you were affected by COVID, which I assume is almost every business out there, you should be talking to your tax advisor about the employee retention credit. 
we have filed amended forms for every single one of our employers that qualifies and the checks have already started rolling in. Um, one of our small business clients received a check the other day for almost $24,000 for this credit. Um, obviously some are smaller, but I've seen cases where people, small businesses, especially like in the restaurant industry, are getting back fifty dollars to $100,000 for the employee retention credit. So this is a big deal. It's something that needs to be discussed, and it's a fantastic way to get some money back into the business account to help fund operations for the next couple of months until things start to pick back up and get back to normal. Very cool. And again, in the tax world, there's a million new changes this year. Um, and if you think something affects you, you should certainly be scheduling an appointment with your tax advisor to see how those things apply to your situation and how they affect you and start planning for the 2021 year because there's a lot of money on the table right now. Speaking of money on the table, I have an intern here who wants to know if she should be filing. Maya? Yeah. Hi, Mark. Um, so I'm 18 um, and I just got a job in February, like beginning of February. I've never filed taxes before um, and I don't know if I should file taxes. So what you would look at first is if you had income that's reportable in 2020 and if you do, then you would want to file a tax return by May 17th. For the 2021 year, the answer is most likely yes. Um, and there's a lot of things that happen when you're young and you first start working. You may not be required to file a tax return, but there may be federal and state withholding that you can get a refund on. You may be required to file a tax return because your income is over the threshold. What is that threshold? Uh, for next year, it's going to be 13200 I believe. And if you make less than that, you don't have to file? I definitely don't make that. So. It, it depends on the, the type of income. Like this is, There's a lot of rules for a lot of different things, but if you just are an employee and you're just getting a wage, if your income is less than the standard deduction, you're not required to file, but that doesn't mean that you should skip the process because there could be refunds coming to you. Right. Um, and it's all circumstantial. Uh, if you're self-employed, the threshold is $400. So it's it depends on your source of income. Okay. Well, that answers that. I appreciate <laughs> you calling in. Thanks for... It's tax law. So the answer is always it depends. It depends. Okay. <laughs> well, you have a good day. You have clients Thank today? You. Are you in the office working hard, I hope? I'm sitting in the office right now. Okay. Everybody, <laughs> call him. Copper Canyon Tax <laughs> Service on Broadway and Swan. Thank you, you, Sherry. You have a good day. Talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. Okay, our guest today is renowned psychic Susan Rowland, whose amazing gift has helped law enforcement. Susan, can you hear me? I can. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good, thank you. It's so interesting to listen about all this tech stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm learning something. You know, <laughs> exactly. And it's it's they keep like I said they keep moving the goal line, so we have to keep up with what's happening so we don't get in trouble and you You're know right, unintentional I, I trouble. How, yeah, I, I love how informative you are and in your and your show is because I'm telling you it's helping a lot of people. I can see that. So appreciate that. Kudos to you. <laughs> okay, I want to know. To begin with, our, our call-in number is 790-2040 if you have any questions. I want to ask you first, when did you realize you had this gift? You know, it's a question I get often asked. Um, I was six years old, and um, my grandfather had passed away. And at the time, I had two brothers and myself because my last brother wasn't born until much later, but it was the three of us. And my mother didn't think that we should go to the wake or the funeral. And um, so we didn't. We weren't allowed to go. My mother just didn't agree with that. So after the funeral, about a day later, my mother was on top of a chair uh, near a cabinet, and she's looking at something. And I stumbled and said, Mom, what are you looking at? And she looked at me, and she goes, they're not for your eyes to see. And she put the pictures that she was looking at in an envelope and put it on the top shelf. And 
as soon as she left, of course, a six-year-old kid is going to go up there and see what it was. And, of course, I did. (laughs) And I remember seeing these pictures of my deceased grandfather, and he he was in a coffin, and he looked absolutely natural. It wasn't scary at all because he looked like he was sleeping to me. Flowers were all around him. He was in his beautiful navy blue suit, and he looked so restful, so peaceful. And then I remember, while I'm looking at these pictures, I thought, how could he be in these pictures when he's right next to me? So that's when I realized the difference, because before that, I didn't. So I would see spirits all the time, and I would think that I was seeing, you know, a a person that was alive. So that was the first correlation that I noticed a difference when I was six. Did you talk to your parents about it? I talked to my mom about it, and my mom uh, definitely believed me. Um, Both grandmothers on both sides were highly intuitive in different ways. My mother's also uh, the same way. Uh, but, you know, back in those years, you didn't really talk about it too much because they would think you were crazy. Right. You, you know, I'm, you know, I'm 58 years old. So, you know, this is just something you just didn't speak of very much. But did my mother believe? Absolutely. But the problem was she didn't have the gift that I had. She didn't see spirits. She would get premonitions and dreams because we all have different gifts. So my mother couldn't really help me with this. Nobody could. So I was literally on my own. Yeah, that's that's an interesting thing, how different people get different things. Like the night before my brother was killed in a plane crash, I dreamt it. I knew it was going to happen, and I tried to get yeah. a hold of him to tell him, don't get on that. We called them smokers, commercial airlines, don't get on the smoker. And, yeah. you know, obviously I didn't get a hold of him. But yeah. have you ever listened yeah. to the news and go, oh, I know the answer to that. I never listen to it, but when I have to listen to it, um, you know, every year I do predictions because I have a YouTube. And this was the first year I didn't do a prediction video, which was very unusual. But uh, because my producer said, you know, give me your notes and let's see what we've got. And every year we do it. And I had about 10 pages of notes. He looked at the notes and he said, Susan, he goes, I don't see one positive thing. I said, because there's a lot coming. And he says, do you really think people are going to be ready for this? I said, no. So he goes, I think we should skip it this year based on COVID. And they can't really get into that very well. So we did. But my prediction videos, I see it. I call it as I see it. And yeah, many times uh, it all came very much true. Even people thinking, oh, you're crazy. That's not going to happen. Guess what? It did. You know, when I did my prediction video in 2020, I did it December 2019. And I said, cryptocurrency is on its way. We are going to have a cashless society. Well, I got so much on that, so much heat on that. I guess, you know what, I'm not so crazy after all. (laughs) Yeah, it's on your tax, you know, forum. They ask about it. Oh, they do. See, I'm, I'm not a CPA, so I wouldn't know that. But, yeah, I believe you. And, you know, there is a lot of things that I see before it happens. Okay, um, and I and I tell this, you know, my, my poor husband who lives with me, he deserves the biggest medal because he's got, he hears all these things about what I see and what I do, and you know, and he's such a trooper, he really is, but he does know, so he's witnessed many times when he has said, really, Susan, you really see that? Ah, I feel bad, and sure enough, within days it, it happens. So, it it is what it is. So what but is I'm being the biggest thing? <laughs> that you see happening this year? Oh, my goodness. I see a lot happening this year. Well, um, the COVID's not going away. You know, when it first came out, I was on a talk show, and I, everybody asked how long, and I predicted three years. So oh. I still think we have a probably to the end of 2022, I want to say. But when this all came out, you know, people thought it's just going to be a few months and we're going to be okay. And I'm like, no, we're not. You should have seen the heat I got when I said three years. Yeah. They're like, no way. How can you say that? Oh, no, no. And I'm like, oh, yes, yes. You know, <laughs> you know I, I also predicted the vaccine would come out within seven to eight months, and it did come on the seventh month. So, um, you know. Yeah, it's definitely, and we have a lot to work out. 
we really have a lot to work out, you know, from president cabinetry and, 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 you know, the virus, money, all of those things. There's a lot to foresee. And when I, when I see all of this, it's like, well, you know, I, I tell people, you know, hang on to your money. You know, yes, real estate is booming and it will keep booming because I think people are panicking. They don't want to live where they live. They want a better life. This is what COVID is teaching people. The one thing I do like about what we're taking away is what we're actually experiencing. And we're experiencing to value ourselves more, to value the little things, to value our quality of living. This is why the real estate market is so high, because people are actually brave enough to say, you know what, I'm putting my house on the market. I'm going somewhere where I can be more happy, where things are more inexpensive, you know, where there's a better quality of living. Where is that place? I want to go. Well, (laughs) for some people, you know, some people like the South. You know, some people want to get out of the Midwest because of the weather. Some people, you know, just want maybe more acreage. I've noticed that people are doing homes are becoming their havens. So it isn't just building a home. It's building the dream home that can pretty much service everybody in the family. And updating your home. Improving yeah. your home, yeah. Yeah, that's I a see big that thing. A lot. Yeah, so this is what's really, you know, going on. Are there going to be a lot of changes with our government? You betcha. And it's probably going to be changes that people are not going to like. So it, it's going to be a mess. The gun laws are going to be a mess. I predicted that years ago. Uh, the gun laws are going to be a mess. So, you know, all of those things. Is there going to be more shootings? Of course there will be. I think the NRA is really missing an opportunity. They could step forward and say, hey, if you want this type of rifle or this type of accessory or this type of ammo, you have to jump through a few more hoops than a three-day waiting period to see if you're on the do-not-fly list. I think they're missing a huge opportunity. Well, I know I, I was hearing that Biden is trying to sign an executive order for certain I don't know if it's shotguns or rifles that you have Those more guns. of a waiting period. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think like a year, up to a year waiting period, if I'm not mistaken. But a lot of these things, but a lot of people are going to get angry. A lot of people are not going to agree with that. So you're going to get a lot of division in a lot of different subjects. Yeah. A lot more is coming. So that's why I think people are moving. They're moving to farms where they don't have to hear all of this. More children are going to become homeschooled. All right, because parents are looking at it as, yes, it was really hard last year to have to homeschool a child. But you know what? Now they're used to it. They don't want to go through the hoops of, do I get a vaccine? Do I have my child not vaccinated? You know, do I like what they're teaching my children? So parents are taking more things in their own hands, and they are definitely wanting their children to be happier. They want them outside. They don't want them with all this electronics. But I give parents credit that they're starting to say, hey, something has to change, but it has to start with us, the parents. So I see, I see that, too. Mm-hmm. What is the most frequent question that people ask you when they, they come to you for a reading, a psychic reading? What is the most frequent thing? Well, a lot of times they want to get in touch with loved ones that have passed, but a lot of it is work and relationships. You know, so their careers, their relationships with significant others, that's very, very important. You know, um, am I going to do well with this company that I am with? Do you see me long at this company? Do you see me doing something else? So I get a lot of those type of questions because people are scared. People are nervous. People want peace and they don't know how to go about it. That's what I'm finding out. Yes, everybody wants peace, but they really don't know how to acquire their peace because it's what they value and a lot of the values need to change. Yeah, we had a guest on last week, Jack Harris, who tries to encourage people, be the change that you want in life. That way, your sphere of influence will see that you're leading in that realm, and they will go take that action and that leadership to their sphere of influence, and maybe after you know a while we can all change and be better humans instead of what's going on. True. I mean, even when people do vision boards on January 1st, 
they put what they want to see. You know, I want a better job. Um, I want more money. I want this trip. And my vision board is very different. I don't put materialism. I put different ways for me to be better, okay, like to healthier days ahead or inspired spaces, you know, uh, discover the new you, reinventing you. You know, do you inspire and are you a reflection to others? How can I be a better person? So that's my vision board because when you are the best person you can be, everything else falls in place. People have it backwards. (laughs) True, it (laughs) sounds like it. Well, yeah, because they look at materialism and things, well, this can be better, and if I had this, I'll be happy. No, you have to be happy within you, but how do you go about being happy? And it's it's work in progress constantly. It is. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but you're right. Tell us, explain to us how you've helped law enforcement in different situations. Well, it's funny because um, I always had gotten spirits that come to me to let me know when something was unjust. And they are past. So it doesn't matter where I go. The spirit will be in my car and sit. And I see them like I would see you in my car, Sherry. Okay? Um, But when there's an unjust, they come to me. Whether I'm sleeping, they wake me up. Whether I'm in the car, whether I'm walking, it doesn't matter where. Because spirit has no time consensus of the other side. They don't know that it's 6 o'clock here. They just know to come because it's based on energy. Um, I was about 18 years old, and I remember that there was this college boy that came to me, and he told me he was dead. And I said, I'm so sorry. I said, what happened to you? He said, I was drunk, and I drowned. You know, I stumbled into the water. He says, they can't find me. He goes, please help them find me. And I says, well, so now I started looking at the news and I'm starting to look, you know, well, sure enough, there was a college boy that was missing. And it was in the downtown by Northwestern type area. So I just started to really tune in on what he was trying to tell me. And I had police officers as friends and I asked them, I says, hey, can you, can you look into this for me? And they said, yeah, you know, this kid, you know, he's, he's good student, blah, 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 never had a problem. He's just suddenly gone. They, they last saw him coming out of a party, a frat party. And I said, okay. So they kept looking in the water. So one of the police officers that was a friend of mine, he had asked me, do you want to come? And maybe you can see something we're not seeing. So I did. But ironically, they had all these divers all the way out in the water, and they had these search crews. But I kept going below the boats. Oh, and it was stuck. right, yeah. And I said, I don't know why, but I keep looking down there. I need you to have one of your divers look right, be- right below this boat. Yeah, okay. So they did. Guess what? They found him. He was in there for a week, and needless to say, when they were bringing him up, they asked me, Susan, this is going to be really graphic. Maybe you may not want to look. I said, it's fine. And sure enough, was was he terrible? He was horrible looking because you're in the water for a week. But guess what? They found him. They found him. And I knew exactly where he was, right below what boat he was. So that's when it started for me. And um, I always, I started my career in finding missing people. Okay, I want to I want to touch base on finding missing people. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a few. Thanks for staying with us. Our guest today is Susan Rowland, renowned psychic, whose gift has been helping law enforcement for quite a while. And I want to talk about missing people or you're finding people who have been deceased. Have you ever thought, gee, if I tell them where this is, they'll ask me, you know, accuse me of being a part of the act? did um, with one of the cases, and um, it turned out that there were many psychic mediums that were calling on a specific case, but they ended up using me because I was very accurate in what I saw, Um, so I described everything. And um, the thing is, what happens with me is not that I just see spirits that have passed, but I actually have the ability to time travel. So what the spirit does, it actually puts me in that time realm to show me what exactly happened to them. So 
I'm like invisible, but I can see the crime being done right before my eyes. And so it's very hard to see that and knowing you can't do anything. That has to be good for law enforcement, though, because if you tell them who did it, then they can go get the evidence and prove it. Well, yeah, because a lot of times they were looking at the wrong evidence or the wrong person. You know, I have state's attorney, FBI agents, along with police enforcement and private investigators that I deal with. You know, it started in Chicago because I was raised in Chicago my whole life, but now it's all over the world uh, that I work with. And I just, I'm able to map where they may be at. So, um, but, you know, I remember the first case I worked on, there was a police officer, and most of them were so welcoming to me, but there was one that gave me a really hard time. He didn't believe in a thing that I did, and he was just very rude to me. And I, I, I took it with a grain of salt because, you know, I know some people don't believe, and that's fine. I'm not here to convert anybody. But when I ended up finding the person... You know, everybody was telling me it was a great job. Thank you for your help, blah, blah, blah. And he just looked at me and he goes, all right, I'll give it to you that you did it. But, you know, he was just very arrogant to me. And I said, listen, here's the way I'm going to say something to you. When you get a gut or a hunch on something, you follow it. He goes, absolutely. I said, so what's different than what you do than what I do? It's all based on the intuitiveness, the gut, the hunch. So basically, when you follow something, it's no different than I have to follow it. It may be in a different way the way I receive the information, but we're pretty much doing the same thing. Well, that man ended up to be a very close friend, okay, (laughs) 30 years later. So this man, who was horrible at the beginning because he was the type, prove it to me, ended up to be, and we're very close. So, you know, how things start sometimes, and I do give people a chance to, you know, see it in their own way. But years ago, finding missing people was not easy with people that I needed to work with because they just didn't see that. They didn't believe in that, that a person can really have a gift doing it. Now, oh, my God, any help law enforcement will reach out and get because now it's much more easier today for you know, an officer to say, bring them in. Let's see what they've got. Maybe we're missing something. Well, so plus the fact that realizing. you have a proven track record. I do, and, and I do. And let me tell you, I started out in this business finding missing people. This is my niche. Also, sex trafficking. That's another thing. So that's a big thing, too, from Jessica's Law for child adolescence trafficking to these poor young girls. And this happens every single day. Yeah. Um, and I tell parents, hang on to your little children because it, it, they're commodities for them. And never underestimate because, yes, you know, I hate saying this, but these drug trafficking, you pray for death because of what these poor people have to go through. And I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. So it exists, and you have to just be very, very careful. So I do try to educate parents and young girls uh, to look out for certain things. Um, but, yes, this is becoming more and more. So, unfortunately, this isn't going away. It's just getting bigger. Does somebody need to call you to get you involved in a case that, you know, like a family member needs help resolving uh, yeah, something? I get that. Yeah, right now I'm working on 13 cases right now. Um, but, yes, it'll either be a family member or a private investigator that was hired by the family, or sometimes I will get the police. It'll just say, hey, Susan, what's your feel on this? What's your take? Nine out of ten times they'll come to my office in Oak Brook in Chicago. Um, they will come and we'll use the conference room. It's like a SUV. They've got the big board, and they put from start to finish. And then it's like, i got to see what is it that I'm getting. I mean, I'll look at their facts, but then it's got to be what I'm getting. And sure enough, I can lead them in another direction, and that's when they get the closure that they need. So, yeah, a lot of do we get happy stories, ending stories? No, I'm not going to lie. I wish they were all happy ending stories. Every once in a while, we'll get someone that's still alive, and we save them. But nine out of ten times, they're gone. But you still need closure. You still need to provide the family with what happened, who did it and a body. Yeah. It's very important to the family. It's unfortunate, and there's a lot of families out there that don't have that result. No. And, no. You know, it's, no. it's like 
a loose end. I don't know how to explain it. It's just a well, loose end. With, yeah, with the drug trafficking, um, nine out of ten times there's never a body. Okay. Um, and it just isn't because, you know, I'm not going to get graphic on the air, but you know pretty much what happens. You know, they will use them as much as they need them, and after that, that's it. And they're going to be put in an unmarked grave, and you will never find them. So very much so, yes. It's very sad, very disheartening when I tell you. You know, it's, this is a tough world we live in, um, but these things are happening. That's why I tell parents and I tell young girls, you know, be careful when you're doing, you know, online things and you never met somebody before. Be careful what you're doing because these people are, oh, they're very professional in how they do it. You know, I've never understood why people, they'll get on Facebook and put their birthday, where they work, all this information mm-hmm. down there. And like, why would mm-hmm. you put your true birth date on the Internet? What's because the matter with you? it's important for people to get 3,000 friends and get all these birthday wishes. And this is what they want. They want that. And they put all their pictures of themselves on there. And, you know, I have a dear friend, John Frysick. He's an amazing private investigator in Chicago. And he said, if anyone's going to be on Facebook and you really have to do this, then get yourself a picture with a police officer. <laughs> it could be like your father. It could be just somebody that was just patrolling. Hey, can we have a picture together? And you know what? Put it everywhere because somebody who's stalking you may think twice, thinking, oh, God, she's, you know, maybe her dad's a, a, a police officer, maybe her boyfriend's a police officer. And, you know, I'll tell you, that was, I thought, one of the best advice he gave. Yeah. Because you, yeah, set yourself up that, hey, you don't know. You know, and I always tell people, young girls, if you're living alone and say you've got to have your carpets clean, um, definitely put pictures that you have a husband. Okay, Uh, definitely have a friend with you, a girlfriend. I always say don't be alone because a lot of these companies, they will do a background check, but they won't do an extensive, extensive, excuse me, background check. Well, some companies actually get an incentive to hire work release people. Yep. And, you know, they're putting them delivery people, uh, furniture delivery, Mm -hmm. moving companies. They, they're in your house. They know what you right. have. They're casing the place. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, even with, like, security alarm systems, yes. make sure it's on a private server. You know, when I look at different ones um, that are very, very famous out there, those are public servers. So be careful because people don't realize this. So you want something like a Simply Safe or an ADT because they're on private servers. Any security alarm system that's listed as public, that means anybody could tap in and kind of look at your home inside, look at the layout, look at everything. Well, that's another thing. People go to Zillow and some of these other sites where they sell real estate and they're showing every room in the house. And actually, some of them will actually have the floor plan of the house. Well, you're helping the bad guys do what they do. Exactly. So, you know, when you're looking for a good security system, first thing you need to ask is it, do they have a private server? Yeah. You don't want anything public. And what about this Amazon, you. the doorbell that, you know, they no, can see horrible. you? Horrible. Like the ring? Horrible. I would never get that. A lot of my neighbors here have it, and I just shake my head. This is terrible. Well, we, we only have it for the outside. I don't care if it's just for the outside. You don't want to bring attention that's on a public server. Yeah. Okay? And very, very important. Yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> Can, you yeah. Can you I'm read sorry. yourself? Can you read yourself? Yeah, all the time. Do you? As I, I do. I never have to go to anybody. I know. I get directed a lot, you know, by spirit, by the angels. I'm big on archangels. I have big-time angels that communicate with me. So I have a YouTube channel, and I explain all of that. I have a, you know, a number angel series. I have all of these things. I talk about so many different topics, and it really helps people. And there's also an archangel series where if you need something, you can pray to a specific angel. It will help you. And it's just beautiful. It really is. But I'm surprised a lot of people just don't know. They don't know who to pray to. Now, you can say, yes, I pray to God. Absolutely. But the angels are God's extensions. God created them as well. So the angels are part of God. 
But I, I am big on this. I really am. But yes, I can read myself. <laughs> so if somebody wanted to, to go to your YouTube channel, what, what do they do? How do they find you? Well, all they have to do is go to Susan Rowland YouTube. So it's S-U-S-A-N-R-O-W-L-E-N YouTube. It all comes up. And if you want to go to my website, you can go to SusanRowland.com. And all information is there. So I have locations in Chicago and in Arizona. And you're in Arizona right now, right? Yeah, I live in Arizona, and I travel back and forth to Chicago, so I manage two states. So, yes, I do. I do. So it's good. Okay, when you're speaking to dead people, I've watched them and actually went to see, what's her name? The Long Island? Teresa Caputo? Yes. Teresa Caputo, yes. (laughs) How do you turn it off? How do you turn off... Yeah, that's what I don't, said. but I, you know what? It's interesting. I've learned, like a lot of times they'll come to me at 2, 3 in the morning, and I'll say to them, okay, if it's something important, I always have a pad of paper next to my bed because there's things I have to write if somebody, even pertaining to a case, okay? But if it's just somebody that wants to talk to me, I'll say, I know you don't know time, but could you just wait till 7 o'clock this morning? I promise I will more talk hours. to you. <laughs> yeah, and they do. They actually listen. Um, They do. You know, I also do investigative paranormal activity with people's homes that they are crazy things or businesses that could be better, but something's stopping, you know, and I will do that. But before coming on a piece of property, I always ask the spirit for permission, and they always do. I don't come in like I own the place. I I ask for permission, and they do, and and then I'll see what I see, and I'll help clear it. But... um, that's a big thing to do. It just is. So They've had, you know, anytime I've moved, my mom's from the old country. So she would say, put a broom by the door, mm-hmm. put salt by the, by the stoop, all these yep. things. <laughs> Explain the meaning behind that stuff, can you? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, salt, spirit doesn't like sea salt. Okay, so um, when I'm doing a clearing, uh, definitely saging your home, white sage. And um, I was very surprised that people that do sage don't do it correctly. (laughs) How do you do it correctly? Well, you know, when you sage, usually most psychic mediums, they like the windows open when you sage. It's a big no-no because you're taking perfectly good sage and it's going out the window. Because if you have an earthbound spirit or negative energy in your space, you are, you know, the spirit doesn't like sage. So if the window's open, it's not shrinking down their energy. So when you are saging, you always, if you have a basement, you start from the basement and you work up each floor. So it's always bottom to top, never top to bottom, because you're releasing it up into the universe. But you sage with white sage, and you are saying the prayer of Archangel Michael, Archangel Michael, please remove all negative entities that occupy this space. Please fill it with pure love, joy, and good health. And you keep saging every room. Windows are closed. When you're done, you're going to light Palo Santo, which is holy wood from South America. So what sage does, it takes away all the bad, all the bad energy, and Palo Santo puts all the good. If you go to Catholic churches and they're using the incest, what do you think that smells like? It's Palo Santo, holy wood. So it puts all the good back in your space. After two hours, if you want to air out your house, you most certainly can. But that's a real good way. You feel lighter. Anxiety is down. Things that are breaking in your house is no longer. Uh, Family members are getting along much better. Power of energy is huge, and we are human beings that go everywhere. Say you go to a hospital and you have to go visit somebody. Can you imagine the energy in a hospital, how horrible it is? People are sick. They're unhappy. uh, People have died. So the energy is not good. I have many doctors uh, that are clients of mine, and their professional lives are wonderful, but their personal lives are havoc because they're bringing all of this home. And there's no way to release it because they didn't know about saging. So saging is very, very important. Uh, I'd say to people, do it once a week. But when you sage, you're also clearing out your space. It's like you take a shower every day. You clean your body. Well, you have to clear and clean your space. I even say do the inside of your car. 
yeah. your motorcycles keeps everybody safe from harm. But saging is very, very important. So when people use this stuff, these old timers know exactly what they're doing. So, you know, the salt water, if you put a little bit of sea salt and then salt water, you can spray the outside of your door, okay? It stops bad energy from coming in, okay? Very interesting, but yes, it does work. Okay, Susan, I have an intern here, Maya. She has a question for you. Absolutely. Hi, Susan. I was just wondering about um, when you started using white sage and how you got introduced to that. You know what? Um, my grandmother taught me this a long time ago. My grandmother from Greece, she did a lot of things with holy water, uh, oil, and she also did a lot with white saging. So she taught me this when I was a little girl. We went to Greece, and I remember I was seven years old when I first met her, and she taught me all of this. So all of this, she said, you have to always clear your space. You know, a lot of the Native American Indians use it as well. Right. So, so that yeah. was a part of my culture, or my question is, mm-hmm. so white sage is, is traditionally used in Native American culture and ceremony. So mm-hmm. how do people use that white sage respectfully versus commercially when so like clearing your space because it is used in traditional ceremony for very specific purposes it should be done actually it's a great question it should be done i do it every day because when i'm doing sessions with people i'm absorbing their energy so i need to decompress and get rid of their energy so that's why i do it every day but i always say to people you should at least do it once a week. Now, if you're an empath or you're quite intuitive and you are like a sponge, you get all this stuff all the time, it may be best to do it a few times a week. So you're going to be the judge, but at least once a week. Look, we're human beings. Wherever we go, we are absorbing people's energy, good or bad. So you have to take the measures of clearing your space. Right. I would just keep you better. I would just say to people who are looking into white sage, um, buy it from Native American people, um, purchase it, help support them if you're going to use white sage, and and remember where it it traditionally comes from and what it's traditionally used for. And use it respectfully. Well, you know, it does, it does, but, you know, my grandmother, if if she was still living, she'd probably be about 110 years old now. And she always did this when she was a little girl, and she was taught this in Greece. So, you know what? I think a lot of cultures have this. I really do. So um, if you can buy it from a Native American, that's great. But if you can't, then, you know, you can't stop yourself from not saging because I really think that this is much more healthier and your life will be much more peaceful and loving. So you should be doing this. So if you can't get it from a Native American Indian, uh, a culture that way, which I do support, believe me, I do, then go online and see where you can find it. I know Amazon does carry it as well. But I agree because I think I have bought many times sage from Native American people, and I love it. Absolutely love it. And it's very potent. It's very strong. But I love it because it does the job. Okay, I want to ask you, too, because... I've heard most people are born with this psychic ability or some degree of a psychic ability. What happens between your youth and becoming an adult as far as being able to develop it? Well, every child is got the spiritual gift from babies to about seven years old, okay? And they do. They will play with a grandparent that died before they were born. I I get this time and time again. Children are extremely sensitive to spirit, and so are animals, okay? Um, But if a child outgrows it by the age of seven, okay, then you know because it was an innocent, because children are the most pure. But if a child still has it and it's getting older and still has it, it will have the gift for life. Now, there are people that have closed it down and shut it down because they don't want any part of it. It scares them. They don't know what to think of it. Um, I was never scared. So I am not one of these children that ever got scared because the spirits truly were there helping me. Uh, There was never any harm put on to me. They were wonderful, and they helped me quite a bit, and they still do. 
Here's the thing that I want to say. If you use your gift for good, you will continue to have good. But if you're going to use it to a gain that just shouldn't be, uh, then no. But I look at it as there's a lot of people in my 36 years that I have helped tremendously. And I'm going to keep doing it because I don't get that confused. So you do need to, to use it for good. Now, you have to stay away from things. I always tell people, don't use Ouija boards. Don't go to cemeteries and hang out there. First of all, it's highly disrespectful to the spirit that's buried there. Um, it's not a game. Yeah, it's okay? not a game. I, it is not a game. This is very serious stuff. I've got people that always use Ouija boards, and they haven't seen a good day since. Why? Because you are opening up a portal, and you're opening up a dangerous portal. And you are an amateur, and you are in no shape, matter, form of strength to some of these earthbound spirits. So this isn't a game. So if you're going to do things like that, then I suggest, you know what, find another profession. But if you can't do good with it and be the absolute good, then, you know what, find another thing and just go on with your life. I really do, because it does take a lot of discipline. Um, it, you know... I'm used to it. This is, it's like if I wasn't, if I was born with a sixth finger on my hand, I would know how to use that sixth finger. It's no different. So for me, I don't know any other way, but I've actually used it for, for, for my better good is what I want to say. And I do listen. So when you get this feeling in the pit of your gut that's saying, don't do this, or you got to get out of there. It's not a good situation. Something, something's not right. Please listen. Always follow your gut. <laughs> yeah, yes, because the universe is giving you the cheat sheets. They're giving you the answers. Please. Okay, I want to know, you. when you were in school and you had this gift, did you ask them for the answers to the exam? You know what's funny, though? What? <laughs> I have a photographic mind. I can just look at something one time and I got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I never really had to study a whole lot. <laughs> just but, just but, checking. You know uh, yeah, I was just always bored. But, <laughs> 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 but I'll tell you, out of all the subjects, I loved history. Yeah, that's one of my because favorites. Because I can go back in time. And relive everything. It was Oh, yeah, fascinating. Fascinating. So, yes. <laughs> So it's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> yeah, I'm just checking on you. <laughs> I love you, Sherry. <laughs> we, we we have uh, I know that law enforcement has been really grateful for some of your insight and help in situations. Are there any other cases that we might know about that you've assisted in that you know we don't want to go um, into details? But no, I can't go into details. But um, I worked on the Lisa Stebbett case that was a. Uh, housewife and mother uh, that went missing back in May of 2007. I worked on that. Stacy Peterson, which we all, I think, know if you live under a rock, Drew Peterson, um, worked on that case. Um, also, you know, on my YouTube, I've got a couple of good ones that um, I worked on the Madeline Connolly case uh, where she was a young girl hiking in Montana and she just went missing. So I was very happy to, uh, I found her. Um, there's uh, Amanda Eller back in 2019. She was the Maui physical therapist that went missing, and they reached out to me. And uh, as a matter of fact, I was visiting my daughter, and I got this email saying that we really need your help. And it was another psychic asking because the family retained her, but she couldn't get a, a, a handle on it. And uh, she asked for for help, and I said, send me the map of where she was last, and I found her. And so those are two wonderful happy ending stories. Like I said, I wish they were all happy endings, but, um, yeah. And there's, you know, even people that mental illness, they go wandering, or people yes. that have uh, dementia. I've, you know, Elders. I worked, well, yeah, there's a brother of a client in the Ukraine and he had mental illness, and everybody couldn't find him, and they pronounced him dead. I says, well, how could they say he's dead? Well, there's no way he can live like this. I says, he's alive. I'm telling you right now. This man's alive. Give me the last thing where he was, and then I'll figure it out from there. Well, anyway, I found him. It took about four months. He was wandering. Uh, should he have been dead? Most likely, yes. 
but he survived. So he was definitely protected from the higher up, but they found him and they got him the help that he needed, and she was so eternally grateful. So I was really happy about that, but yes. So, you know, but a lot of different cases, uh, you know, also cold case files. Yes. I was just going to ask about cold case files. Yep. Those um, I, I get to reopen when they when the family does. So, And it helps because I do have law enforcement and they can help me with that case as far as if I can open, I can see something. But yeah, uh, definitely do that. A lot of people on death row. I've worked on that too. Uh, some of them have definitely done the crimes, but then some of them maybe assisted, but weren't the They got set up, okay? So those are things, too. Very interesting. But there's a lot going on with these things that I think sometimes people miss. How do people get in touch with you? All they have to do is email me at srowland, so it's S-R-O-W-L-E-N, at hotmail.com. Or you can go to susanrowland.com, so it's S-U-S-A-N. R-O-W-L-E-N.com. And check out that website. There's a lot of information on there. And if you need help, you have a case, but maybe a cold case, and you want you know some assistance in it, Susan might be able to help you with that. I know we've got a few here. We know who did the crime with one that I'm thinking of specifically, but that we don't know where the body is. Mm. And yeah. I, I, I tell you, it's, uh, yeah, and we can kind of locate where in the in the perimeter it would be you know another another thing too sometimes people will go to mediums and they're trying to connect thinking that their loved one has passed and sure enough they can't make contact because they're not dead yeah and everybody has a different gift and how they use it yes very much so yeah they do Okay, I want to thank you for coming on and enlightening us, I, I think, uh, and especially about how to clear a house. Yeah, and I think that's very important. Every time I moved, you know, the broom, the salt, the whole enchilada, my mother was mm-hmm. pretty adamant about that, and she's from England, so go figure. Your mother but, was right, but also, really quick, before you move in, you want to sage before you move in because you want to clear the previous owner's energy. You don't want that intermingling with yours. Exactly. So don't forget about the auction. Go to lawmatters1030.org and place your bids. Until next week, shop local, stay safe. And thank you again, Susan, for coming on. I really appreciate your intel.